Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm, the podcast that shows do-gooders, nonprofits, and businesses how to build win-win partnerships that raise money and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by the Cause Marketing Forum and Selfish Giving. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at CauseUpdate.com and SelfishGiving.com. Now on to today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Cause Talk Radio. And on the line with me, of course, is Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hello. You know, Megan, I think all day I give back. I give back at the register. I buy products that benefit good causes. I use hashtags to trigger a donation for good causes. But when I lay my head down every night to sleep, I think to myself, how can I give back when I sleep. And now, and now, Megan, I have the answer. You do. And I have the man, yep, and I have the man on the line that's going to give us the answer to give him back while we sleep. And his name is David Wolf, and he is co-founder and CEO of Lisa Sleep, and they're a certified B Corp, Megan, that donates a mattress to a shelter for every 10 it sells. And to date, they've donated 9,000 mattresses Megan. Wow. David, how's it going, buddy? Now, do you do all your calls lying down? <laughs> uh, well, I I'm I'm actually standing up right now. <laughs> but, uh, well, that's probably that's because I'm in a hotel room. Hi, how are you? That's right. We're doing great. Hey, you know, looking at your LinkedIn profile, David, it doesn't look you look like you lie down a lot because you no. are a busy guy. I I I am busy. Yeah. I am busy. Yeah, yeah. My, my my yeah, my wife can confirm that. So yeah. uh, my kids, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm busy, but you know what? I can't complain about anything in my life and yeah. I don't. Good for you. Good for you. Hey, so David, start us out by telling us a little bit how you got into uh, Lisa's sleep. Because, I mean, looking at your profile, you're a serial entrepreneur. You've done a lot of things uh, through the years and stuff like that. But this looked like it was your first social venture. How did you get into it? Well, interesting. Uh, it, it is true that it's my first social venture, but I, but without, um, I, f- I find it very kind of humbling, the kind of introduction you gave. But you know, I grew up in a family where, um, you know, giving back and, and giving of yourself it wasn't something that was, um, you know, something you thought about. It was mm. just part of the way I, way I lived and the way my parents lived. And in fact, even my very first job with a bank out of undergraduate school, I told them that I needed to leave early so that I could, because I was committed to teaching a couple of blind boys how to swim. And uh, so I've, it's, it's actually been part of my life in one way or another, right from the beginning. And uh, so what this has allowed me to do, having you know spent a career building business and becoming an expert, I suppose, in direct marketing, um, when I had the opportunity to build Lisa, and, uh, and I can talk about how that happened, mm. but when the opportunity arose, it was absolutely my intent at this point in my life when I have everything I need in my 50s that I will build a company where we measure our success as much by our impact on the world as we do by our revenue and, and our profit. And uh, uh, and I've just been incredibly humbled, not not only by uh, our, the success of our company, but also by um, the uh, the impact we, we've been able to have. Uh, I had no idea as I got more and more into the whole area of homelessness, just uh, how big the problem was and, and how much we can help. So let's let's just clarify. So Lisa is a company that sends that sells mattresses primarily direct to consumer, correct? Uh, Only direct to consumer. Yeah, we're a hundred percent direct to consumer company. 
Okay. So, and so the general premise is for every 10 mattresses you sell, you donate one mattress. Was this always the business model that you had in mind when you entered into this business? Did you always say like, yes, this is going to be, we're going to be making a social impact and it's going to be this 10 mattress, you know, 10, every 10 we sell, we'll give one away. Was that always the business concept or did that sort of happen more organically? No, no. Right, right from, right from day one, uh, we had three um, elements to our social impact program. One was what we call our One Ten program, which you just referred to. One, one we call our One Earth program, where we plant a tree for every mattress we sell, and uh, uh, we've committed. I committed personally because I didn't want to make it a kind of blank promise. I committed personally to, to if the company didn't succeed, then I would plant a million trees by 2025. And um, also, we we give our employees time off. Uh, to support our local community, and we 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 actually create a, a fund as well to support local causes. So uh, it was a hundred. It was you know absolutely in our DNA from the start. And I actually asked my daughter if she would come and help me start the program, and she's subsequently gone to graduate school, and uh, we have a, a, a replacement with a full time head of social impact, Janai. And you know it's 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 completely in our DNA. Everyone understands our purpose which is as big as our profit motivation. And um, uh, it, it, it makes for a completely different kind of company that mm. I'm really proud to, to, to run. You know, it's interesting, David. I'd love to hear more, too, because of you being a serial entrepreneur. And, you know, one of the things I've I've been impressed with just in the short time we've been talking both now and uh, before we, we started the record button for the podcast is like, it sounds like you are really enjoying this process and having a lot of fun. Is this something that you look at and say, gee, I wish I had social in my business years ago? Well, I, I, I'll tell you what it does. First of all, I, I am in, enjoying it tremendously. I mean, you know, success is infectious, and uh, and being able to help others is, is is as infectious, if not more so. So, uh, you know, I am loving it, and um, it, it was almost sort of coincidental. I, we, we last year, which was actually our first year in business, was we were uh, the fastest growing e-commerce company, I think, of any kind. Um, uh, in, in North America, wow. and one of the rewards we had was a trip was a trip to meet uh, Richard Branson at Necker Island. Um, and uh, when I met him, he had his head of uh, his social impact program, Virgin Unite, there, mm-hmm. and she kind of laid out all the things that make for a you know successful company committed to giving back. And I realized that we were doing that from day one. And and that's when she told me about B Corporation status. She and I and I and I felt, you know what? I think you can be born B as a company, and I wanted to demonstrate that not just for myself, but also for young entrepreneurs. You know, I see part of my role in life now is kind of passing it on to my young team. Um, most of the people that work for me are tw- at least twenty years younger than me, if not more. <laughs> and uh, and I and, and I, I I love what we're doing, and I love demonstrating that you can actually start a business committed to giving back, and it is more fun. Um, uh, it is more rewarding. Uh, there is nothing more rewarding than the work we do when we go out and uh, we we meet the people that we serve in terms of uh, our, you know the, the the giving back program. I'm interested to know again as a serial entrepreneur how you approach the equation of business and cause. Like how, how do you place those two things in terms of your you know, your unique selling proposition. Are you leading with the product? Are you leading with cause? Or is it, is it a little bit of both? How does that equation work for you? Well, I think you have to lead with the product. Mm. Um, you know, I, I have this debate all the time. 
um, about you know what 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 comes first. And I think that you have to lead with the product for two reasons. One is that you have to be financially successful in order to give. I mean, it's a it's a prerequisite, and you can't you can't build a, a company just on your social impact. You know, it's too easy to put a stamp on your business and say we give back. Uh, so. So no, I, I think you know you you have to lead with profit. But what what I did, and I you know I remember it vividly. And my co-founder Jamie Diamondstein often tells this story because he came from the mattress industry. And you know, as we were planning the business, I said to him, you know, we're going to create a reserve every time we sell a mattress to fund our social impact programs. And he goes, well, you know, shouldn't we wait until we're successful for that? And I mm. said, no, if we if if we do that, it's not a it's not authentic, mm. and B you know, we'll, we'll probably never do it. And, uh, you know, it won't, it won't become part of our DNA. And, you know, he, he, he accepted it. And, and, and then he understood it the very first time, our first major donation that he came to was to the Bowery mission in, in New York city. And he brought his family along and, you know, we, we served lunch in their, uh, in their kitchen there. And, uh, I, I think it, you know, to say that it changed his life, and his family's life um, forever would not be an overstatement. I mean, he, he really understood what we were doing and why we were doing it. And and every one of our employees that gets to go to, uh, you know, one of the, we're giving to a program on next week on Monday called Youth for Tomorrow in Washington, D.C. And, you know, our employees asked to come. And it's an amazing, it's an amazing thing because on the one hand, we're on the, on the Sunday, um, we'll be at, the Washington Redskins game because we're the official mattress of the Washington Redskins mm-hmm. and all of that fun stuff that comes with commercial success. And then the team is staying over to do a donation at Youth for Tomorrow in Washington, D.C. And I guarantee when we get back to the office on Tuesday, they'll be speaking more about the donation than they will be about the game. So, mm-hmm. just, um, yeah. you know, it, 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 it's an amazing thing. You know, it's it's interesting uh, David, you have made mattresses cool. I mean, uh, I mean, you know, you, you know, in the, in the sense, like all the different things that you're doing and stuff like that. And you know what I love too is, you know, you have surrounded yourself by young people, but you know, young people just don't go work for any type of company these days. And I don't think they're rushing out of school to go work for mattress companies. But I think what you've done is you have created a business that is both appealing as a business and as a social venture, and it has so many great components to it. I can understand now why you have such a vibrant young workforce. You know, I I, I have this uh, incredible blend of um, people who work for me through multiple ventures um, and young, incredibly, incredibly talented people. And... Uh, you know, my head of social impact, uh, you know, her parents have run an orphanage in Tanzania. That's where she grew up mm-hmm. uh, for, for many years, uh, you know, and, and then I've, you know, I've got one employee who herself grew up, um, you know, needing needing to spend some of her time in shelters in San Diego. And we've been back and actually given to uh, a shelter in San Diego. Um, and, you know, to, to kind of have full circle in our company, mm-hmm. uh, in almost every sense, in a, in a, in a business sense, people who helped me start businesses, you know, 20 years ago and people who, um, have, have joined me recently. And, uh, you know, I just, you know, it's, um, we've created a wonderful environment to work in We're across the street from the beach and we have, you know, modern kind of loft style. Yeah. Um, you know, the kind of offices you'd expect to find in Brooklyn or yep. even Portland, I might say. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, um, 
and, and you know, I think you know we give people the time to have fun, and uh, the reward is that they work incredibly hard. You know, David, the only thing I'm thinking though is like instead of the Redskins, what about the official mattress of the New England? <laughs> I mean, come on, the Redskins. Well, that would be you know, I mean, that might. might... Yeah, or, or, or Manchester City, the soccer club that I've followed my whole life. There you um, go. You know, yeah. So, um, you know, uh, the, the the it's fun working with the Redskins. It's a, it is our local team. We're yeah. in Virginia Beach, and yep. although it's a long way away, it's uh, it's it's local. And in many ways, it's an experiment, like everything else we've done. Uh, mm-hmm. Everything starts with a test and an experiment, and expands from there. So, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to talk to Tom Brady. You know. <laughs> See if, I, hook see if I can get him sleeping on one, you know, make a big difference for you. <laughs> well, speaking of making a yeah. big difference, um, I, I would love to hear a little bit more about how you are looking at the social impact piece, because it's, it, you know, Joe and I talk on the show all the time. It's so great to have a really tangible donation. So for every 10 mattresses you sell, you donate one, like everyone understands that. Yeah. Talk a little bit about the social impact piece, though. I think I saw something referenced on your website that you're kind of working on um, doing a good job at quantifying some of some of the impact that you are able to make. And you've got some really amazing stories. But talk about how you tell that story to your customers and your employees and about the difference that you're making and how, from a business perspective, you look at trying to quantify the impact you're making, which I, I would imagine is challenging because homelessness and the, the populations that you're dealing with, there's a lot of moving pieces there. So mattresses being, you know, a huge bonus to that population, but it's not always easy to say, you know, to exactly say what impact you're making. That's a really, really interesting question. So uh, I think, first of all, um, I, I've never wanted to kind of fly this flag of the good that we're doing. I, I, so uh, I, I always tell um, my team that, you know, we give with humility so people can accept with dignity. That's our goal. So to, to a certain extent, I, um, I find it hard to, it's not that I don't want to measure it or that it's difficult to measure. I, um, I, if you, if you look at our videos carefully, um, we always say to the shelters that we give to, you know, if you, if you want to talk about the donation, that's great. But we, prefer not to talk about it you know you're the ones who can talk about like i'm I'm not talking about the people who actually receive our mattresses which i'll come to in a moment who actually sleep on them mm-hmm. but the organizations you know we, we give to 501c um organizations that are in the business of helping people who are seeking refuge i i say from homelessness domestic risk or, or human trafficking mm-hmm. and those people, those people who are kind of the real heroes in the process, who volunteer their time or, or, or dedicate their lives to relatively low-paying jobs in the in the social sector, um, you know, they, they 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 tell us what the impact is, and that's sort of gratifying enough for us. And sometimes they create these extraordinary videos that tell a story. Um, and and then you know, I actually have visited personally and serve our staff many of the shelters that that we've helped and. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no, there's nothing. I was at the Dream Center in LA. We recently gave a large donation there, and um, a woman came up to share her story. She had a, 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 a tiny new baby. I took the baby in my arms while she held the microphone, and you know, it kind of brings tears to your eyes when someone talks about, you know, how difficult their life has been and how when they slept on a comfortable mattress, you know, it gave them a little dignity back. It kind of helped them realize actually that there are people out there who care about them and. 
uh, hopefully it gives them you know it's the start of a pathway to a better life but the mattress is just one tiny part of that it mm-hmm. it, it really relies on these incredible people that help people get their lives back together. So, you know, so it's an interesting question. Now, in terms of the impact itself and how we measure it, um, you know, we've decided to uh, do what I'm calling an impact tour. Um, Janai, who is our head of social impact, is going to go back around um, all, of, all of the shelters or many of them that we've given to. And uh, I, haven't, I don't know whether we'll be able to measure it numerically. I mean, we are told by the Barry Mission how many people come through the program's where, you know, and sleep on our mattresses, that's quantifiable so we can measure the number of nights that, that, that we've provided. We are also told the number of people who transition from the, the, the sort of stage one programs into full year recovery programs, particularly people that are, you know, suffering uh, from the problems, mental health issues and addiction problems. So, um, so you know, those those things are measurable, but we're, we're actually going to go around and visit the places and, and, and hopefully uh, something will come to us, a way to, to talk about the impact without it sounding like uh, we're leading with that and that we're kind of in any way um, trying to say that, you know, there's something special about what we're doing. Because I, I honestly don't, I, 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 you know, I always say that giving is a privilege and and that we get back way more than we give, and I and I genuinely feel that. So the last thing I want to do is to go out and say, "Aren't we great? Look at look at the impact we're having." But but hopefully something will come to us. What's good about you, though, David, is you baked it in right from the beginning. So it's it's really part of your natural natural DNA. And even when I was on your website, I didn't have to dig too much before I saw what you folks were doing. Just you know, as part of your business plan. Uh, you know, I mean, and one of the things I really like too, is I thought with, um, with all the videos that you have on your site, I thought it was a great job in terms of communicating your message and letting some of these, uh, homeless shelters tell the story for you, um, about, you know, the difference that you were making and the type of impact. And, you know, I thought that was very moving. One question I have for you is, you know, I've seen that you support shelters in New York. You had mentioned one in LA. I know you're helping another one in Portland. How do you go about picking these homeless shelters? First of all, you know, we get the message out. Um, but we, um, you know, we're, we're trying to go where we sell mattresses to, you know, to, to try and match to some extent, you know, our business to our, to, to, to our impact program. And, um, you know, we, we, you know, we've given, you know, the, the Denver rescue mission, the, uh, Seattle gospel mission we've given, uh, you know, to the Phoenix dream center. I mean, you actually we've given in Clearwater, Florida, New Jersey. So we're kind of working our, working our way around, uh, and across the country. Um, and, uh, if they're a 501c and they uh, and they have a need either with, because they approach us in in Canada, for example, in Ottawa, you know, I was visiting Ottawa. Um, Shopify is there; they're the, the e-commerce platform mm. that that we've built our, our our stores on. I was visiting their CEO and, and and chief operating officer, and I, I, you know, I said to the head of social impact, I think it was my daughter still then, that I want to go see a shelter while we're there just to see. And we went to I think it's called the Shepherds of good hope and that that process that relationship has just ended up with a donation um so you know we're building relationships we're understanding the needs and where there's a genuine need often because people are refurbishing or building new shelters um you know we 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 want to give substantial uh in in substantial numbers that helps us execute our program efficiently i mean the other thing we do and i and i should say this because i don't want to pretend otherwise 
that about half of our 110 commitment is met by uh, finding ways to place our returns effectively. And those go into programs that are normally helping families uh, get back on their feet. They're not so much shelters, they're uh, transition programs. And we have about 150 giving partners around the country that we work with with our returns. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, 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 I see, unfortunately, with these kinds of things, you always get the naysayers and people have been critical of us for and saying, oh, we're just giving our returns. Uh, and we do give back our returns, which has a cost to it, by the way, mm-hmm. and, and, yep. and, and requires an organization. But, uh, but I think half or maybe even slightly more than half are brand new mattresses that we have made specifically for the twin and, and twin XL beds. Uh, and six inches deep, which is what what the um, uh, what the shelters need. So you know, it's a complex program, but it's very much embedded as part of our integrated into our business. You know, um, one person who's a friend of the show uh, for us, David uh, Mark Horvath, who runs VisiblePeople TV. Yep. One of the things he has been, and he actually relies a lot on video too to tell the story of the homeless. And one of the things that he has really been adamant about lately is like there is plenty of food out there for the homeless. The issue is not the food; it's housing. It's places for people uh, to stay. Obviously, his goal is long-term housing for people of which shelters are not always the solution but you know the the idea that you are providing uh you know mattresses to shelters so that people can have a warm safe place to be and you know and and he actually did a very powerful video i'm going to put it in the show notes for the for this show and and what he and he interviewed someone on the street in toronto and he said there's plenty of food he goes i he goes there's not a day i go hungry he goes but the problem is i'm going to be sleeping outside tonight and so I think you folks are addressing a really important need in that community. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, we, we do try also to take, we prefer to give to um, the, the, the programs that have transition elements to what they're doing, where they're helping people transition to permanent mm. housing. Uh, that, that, that's, that's not always easy. I mean, and my head is just full of individual stories right now because, of course, you know, the real impact of what we have is on individuals. And I've heard so many testimonial stories of, of people and, and how they've changed their lives, you know, from, you know, immigrants to people who have been involved, unfortunately, in, in uh, the sex and the sex trafficking, mm. uh, human trafficking industry to, um, you know, there's a wonderful guy in, in, in the UK um, who changes people's lives um, by, I don't know if you've heard of him, his name is Joshua Coombs. I recommend anyone go look at his videos he's a a, uh, hairdresser Mm -hmm. who gives up his time to go out into the streets and offer people to 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 basically cut their hair i think i've seen uh, a story on him yeah yeah he he, he's a remarkable guy so we're 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 actually going to partner with him and um you know we've made a commitment to pay his full-time salary so he can give up the hair salon job completely and and go out and do it full-time because it's extraordinary so um, you know, there's just so many different ways that you can help people that, you know, that at some point in their lives that they, they took a left turn where we took a right turn right. and they ended up where they are. But there's really that, that's the only difference. You know, no mm. one chooses this life. And that's I get right. very frustrated yeah. uh, with people who, who, who think that. You know, we're helping people who don't help. So. Yeah. Well, I, I just saw David and Megan. I just saw a statistic the other day that seventy percent of Americans are one paycheck away from being out yeah. on the street. Seventy yeah. percent of yeah. Americans yeah. live check to check. Yeah. So, I mean, it's that's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. So that line between you know being in some place warm to sleep and and being on the street is a lot finer than we think. Unfortunately, yeah. I would argue that most of those people 
and most of the 30% have been there at some time in their lives as well. So, mm. um, you know, it's, it's, I, I think, you know, everyone's been through their struggles and, uh, um, just, I think the difference is for some people, you know, particularly when they get hit with emotional issues, um, they, they, they get into a, a situation that they can't get themselves out of. And, uh, you know, I, I genuinely do believe, and I, and I know I've heard it many times that a comfortable place to sleep can be the impetus you need just to help you get through that emotional hurdle where you can ask for help. And there definitely are people around who are prepared to give it. Well, David, this has been an absolutely fascinating conversation. It's been so great to learn about Lisa. I actually didn't know about your company before we had started talking about doing this podcast. So it was great to learn more. Where can people find out more about your company or about you if they'd like to do that online? Oh, well, don't worry about finding out about me. Lisa.com, L-E-E-S-A, or um, we have a kind of higher end brand with the same commitment called Sapira, S-A-P-I-R-A, sapirasleep.com or uh, Lisa, L-E-E-S-A.com. And you can work your way through there and find our, you know, social um, platforms as well. But, um, you know, it's uh, we're very kind of humbled by what's happened. And thank you so much for this opportunity to share our story. I, I really appreciate it. Absolutely. And we will definitely put those links in the show notes. Joe, where can people find you online? Uh, people can find me minute to minute talking to Lisa and talking to uh, Megan on Twitter at Joe Waters. Of course, check out my blog, SelfishGiving.com. Make sure to sign up for my email newsletter. Get seven great cause marketing graphics. What about you, Megan? Where can people find you? I'm also on Twitter at Megan Strand, and I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF. And of course, you can find show notes for today's episode at Cause Update as well as SelfishGiving.com. And make sure for sure that you do sign up to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts so that you do not miss an episode. And on behalf of David and Joe and myself, I'd like to thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Cause Talk Radio, and we'll talk to you next time. 